0: Put a finger down if you have ever felt like your school leadership team has stifled your growth. I know I've been there and so has my guest today, who is actually someone who knows me in real life from the beginning of my teaching career to now. She was my coworker, specifically my partner teacher. And we spill the tea on the schools that we've worked at and so much more. Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome to the Teachers Who Quit podcast, the number one podcast for teachers who quit or really want to. And I'm your host, Tierney, your ex-teacher bestie. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Teachers Who Quit podcast. Kamaria, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm going to actually um, jump right in. Normally, I ask people to introduce themselves, but I just know so much about you already. So they're just going to learn about you as I'm going through the different
1: questions. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Jenny, for <laughs> so, ha- what did you say? Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. Thank
0: you for being a part of this little project that I have. And so um, for those who are listening, okay, okay, I actually know Kamaria in real life. All right. Like almost 10 years now. Like she knew me from the beginning. We both started teaching together. You'll hear more about that as we continue on. But this is literally insane. Like literally, a decade and so we both got through a program that is called teach for america so kamaria how would you explain to those who are listening who have never heard of tfa don't really know what it is how would you explain what it is to them
1: so teach for america is a program that takes uh recent grads, uh, recent college grads who weren't initially thinking about teaching, I guess, or aren't always initially thinking about teaching and push them into the classroom um, to teach because they think these people will be successful at um, helping children, especially children of color to become successful as well. So our commitment is a two year commitment to the classroom. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good And as to because, you know, most of the people who do TFA haven't, like, studied education. They didn't major in education. A few of them do, but majority of them don't. Um, And I like how you said that, like, basically, what I would always hear it described as is they always pay attention to, like, people who have proven that they have certain, like, leadership skills or traits. Mm-hmm. That will allow you to thrive in the environments we're placed in and be successful. So yeah, they're looking for like those transferable skills as far as who they select. So that's really great. Um, so with that, one question that I have is: I know that we both took like our Texas um, certification exams, and I took EC through six. Did you also take that one? Yeah. Okay. And so. So I asked that because we both knew that we were going to be teaching elementary. At that time, um, school A, as we are going to call it, um, we were informed, I believe, by the school leader when we were jumping into institute. For those who don't know what institute is, it was like, it's what you can call like a six week summer training where I would describe it as like. Teach for America's version of summer school. Um, not summer school of student teaching. I call it that, like a really short, accelerated, brief version of that. And so um, we had to take like our certification exams pretty much. I remember like scrambling in my dorm, like knowing the end of the year was approaching, and like rushing to study for this test, crossing my fingers that I passed this test. And um Basically, I knew that I was going to be teaching elementary because school A principal had explained it that I would be teaching elementary. And I think she told me third grade, but I didn't know what content I would be teaching at that time. But I knew it was elementary. Mm -hmm. And so for you, you also took EC through six, but I'm saying that to say they placed us in middle school. Okay. Mm -hmm. During Mm -hmm. this institute. So Mm -hmm. I know I was kind of like Not really excited for that (laughs) because I was like, how is this going to help me? Like, first, I didn't even study education. Right. Um, I'm going to be teaching for the first time. And I'm now the little experience or practice opportunity that I have is not even with a age range of kids that I'm going to be serving. Like, how did you feel about
1: that? I was surprised, too. And I had, I remember asking like, why am I doing middle school? Aren't I, I was hired to do elementary school. And I think they said that they didn't have any more space in the elementary school training. So they had to just put us in middle school. Um, yeah. I i was completely surprised as well. And I thought it was just bogus because I'm like, yeah, these are kids the that I'm going to be teaching, but um. I mean, I tried to make the best of it.
0: Yeah, so they ran out of the room. Okay, so that wasn't me making it. Sure, I remember that as the rationale, which is a hot mess. Like, how did y'all not effectively plan for that? But anywho, so we were going to be in third grade, and so they decided to place us with you know, middle school over this summer. So I know I was teaching 6th graders who were going to be 7th graders in the fall. Were you teaching the same or a different group? Same. Okay. Um. So I know that even though I was an econ major and, like, had experience in, like, math or, like, I would think that I would be teaching something STEM-related, I had to teach reading and writing during um, this institute training. And so that was literally crazy for me, um, knowing that, again, when I entered the fall, I didn't really know. I don't think I still knew at that point what I would be teaching. But I remember at one point during Institute, our school, a principal did give me a call and she let me know that I would be teaching math so it was just like all around this really wasn't like relevant experience to make sure I was like ready to go ready and set for um this first year of teaching so um one thing that I wanted to talk about was I think our second year because our first year this was not the case but I believe our second year at that school our school went into what is called ir was it the second
1: year i don't even know the first year was (laughs) crazy i don't even remember um i don't remember if we were ir the first year i don't
0: okay so i'm
1: pretty sure
0: that the first year we were not because i remember it was crazy but just because new teachers you know stuff like that uh first year specifically as far as new is concerned. But I'm pretty sure we didn't go into IR status. Again, for those who are listening, that's what our district called improvement required campuses. Basically scores are trash and you need to do better for kids, right? Academically, we just weren't hitting the bar for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that was <laughs> due to us. but I remember that school specifically it was like eight or nine of us from Teach for America at that school. Like, we were the biggest, like, I think, honestly, at any school that TFA placed in. And so that should tell you something, right? Like, that school had to bring in all these novice teach who didn't really know what they were doing um, to this school. I think that definitely contributed to why, like, year two, we were rated IR. <laughs> Um, like that's just so horrible a hot mess but anyways I remember like our second year there are always people from the district like coming to our classrooms and observing and gossiping about what they saw in the hallways how was that experience for you because I remember like I would get so much anxiety so okay you remember the lady we won't say her name um you remember the lady who was our I don't it wasn't CMA because CMA was an institute, I think was what it was called, and I think that was what did that stand for, managing teacher leader development or something? Yeah, so I remember like she came into my classroom. This was our first year, though, she came into my classroom, and there were still visitors from like the district coming in there. Cause I think this was towards the end of the year when they already knew, okay, they about to be IR for year two. So I remember like, she came in with this other lady who was like her person that she reported to. And I remember like, they came in to observe and I'm already like, oh my God, like, why are they here? Cause I know she didn't even like me. She liked you. (laughs) She did not even like me. And I don't even remember what happened, but We just didn't see eye to eye for whatever reason. But um, like she came into my classroom and I was like, okay, you're coming in to observe me. And then we have these people from the district who I know are coming on campus today, but we don't know what time they're going to be coming into our classroom today. And I just remember when they were coming in, like, I just got so scared, so nervous. And I just started saying, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she just, like, calm down, like, stay calm, because I was trying to do stations. It was a hot mess. <laughs> it was a mess. It was just horrible. So, anyways... um I wanted to say that because for those um, who are listening, Kamaria and I were um, teaching together. We had two groups, two homeroom groups of students, and we were swapped. She was the reading teacher. What else did you teach? Reading and social studies and writing. Okay, so she taught that. I taught math and science. I remember the first year, though, they had me doing social studies to somebody. And so... <laughs> well, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't. No, it, they switched it after um year one. They did.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. So anyways, I just re- remember, like, so during... We were there for three years at that school together, and we were always partner teachers. And um, I would say, I would say, honestly, that we made a good team because we had different strengths.
1: Mm-hmm. What would you say? I agree. I, I feel like I learned a lot from you. And that's what made it a really good partnership because the things that I was weak in, you were really strong in, and I was able to learn from you. So that's why I really appreciated that partnership. Yes. And
0: same. Um, I vividly remember. So like the lady who I was just talking about LD. um, So she went to like Kamaria's class and Kamaria, I don't remember what year this was. So you'll have to remind me, but like she went into Kamaria's class And was like interviewing kids because she submitted Kamaria for this award. Now, was that Suleiman or which one was it?
1: Yeah, that was Suleiman.
0: Yes. And like everyone doesn't get nominated for that. I surely did not, but Kamaria did. So that should tell y'all something like how good of a teacher she was. And like she truly did have like strengths that I didn't have. I remember one of the students specifically. And this might have been our second year, because I'm thinking about the student. And I, I know you'll probably remember who the student was when I say this. But, um, like, in the interview clip, it was the student was out in the hallway. The lady was filming. And, like, I think she sent you the video footage. And so we were looking at it after school, because I think we were doing tutorials at that point. And, um, like, the student was like, yes, Miss Swan's classroom feels like home. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I remember that, yeah I don't know who it was exactly I don't know who it was I'll have to tell you who it was after
0: this But anyway, they were like Miss Wa's classroom feels like home Let me just tell you something Now one of those students were ever describing My classroom as feeling like home Okay, <laughs> so That should already tell you a little bit of something Um, Yeah So, yeah Like they loved Miss Swan, like literally. The students love Miss Swan. And I would like see that and I'd be like, dang, because I was just so like, do as I say, what I say when I say, don't blink when I say like I was that. It took me a long time, like way after like the three years that we were working together for me to like even it out and become more a little bit like Miss Swan, but still be a little true to myself as well. So that was really like a great strength that she had that I didn't possess. And so, anywho, when um, we were at school A, I want to hear from you as far as what would you consider to be one of your favorite memories of school A?
1: Ooh, I think that um, I really had strong relationships with those students at school A, me and you. I remember you started, you started that like um, I guess incentive program or rewards uh, program where we, you know, had special events for kids who reached, you know, a certain, you know, amount of points or whatever. However, we were deciding who got to come to these events. I think that was your idea. But we got to build really strong relationships with those kids, especially the group we had first because we taught them, no, the group we had second because we taught them for two years in a row. And yeah, I I feel like I had strong relationships with them and I still have relationships with some of their parents now. Um, And that's something that I really remember because I'm not sure that I ever got that close to any students after that period, to be honest.
0: And that's so funny that you say that. One, I I don't even remember if that was something that I came up with. Really? <laughs> I think we both came up with that. And I don't and I don't really know what encouraged us to come up with that. I don't know. Because when I tell y'all, because that was my favorite memory. And that's something that I wrote down was the trips that we used to take them on. We would call them trips. Yeah, I remember like the students would be like, am I going to get to go on the field trip? So let me just explain to y'all. We would literally, and I'm like, did we like have nothing else to do with our time? I think that's what it was. I think we were just (laughs) having fun, I guess. (laughs) y'all would i tell you we were on like the weekends okay going up to the school like first it would have it would be like linked to academics i believe mm-hmm. and like we had all these different tests yes we had star and stuff but we had like also what we i can't say that because that might give the school away so we had these specific like tests that were from the district that students had to take maybe like every six or nine weeks or so and so when we would give those tests like it would be very important that you know our students are doing well showing growth and so yeah we used these field trips so to speak where we would be able to motivate our students to want to really take it seriously and do their best
1: and
0: The way that we would select students would be, I think we did it sometimes based on growth, like who grew the most. I don't know if we always did like the top performers. I think sometimes we might have, but I know it was definitely linked to growth.
1: Yeah, we were definitely always trying to choose different students, like make sure it's not the same students who are always getting to go. And so... That means we had to choose student based on growth sometimes based on top top performance, and maybe sometimes based on behavioral improvements, too. Like we just always wanted to make sure we weren't like just always picking the same kids.
0: yes. And so we would literally drive up to the school or sometimes drive to their apartments because they were like very close by a lot of our students were walkers as well and we would meet them there like early in the morning on Saturdays okay we would go and take them to places like main event um, where else did we go the rodeo I know mm-hmm. discovery um, green
1: I feel like we went to a, a, a dessert place one time and they got cake um, that was fun I feel like we went to like a was that main event too where it was like a golf? They had a some type of golf activity. It was a lot of different places. A lot of yeah. different places.
0: That always comes up in my phone memories too, those golf pictures. But yeah, so that was really fun. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's because we were just young. We didn't really have too much else to do or whatever. And we just <laughs> did that. And it was fun. Like I really <laughs> I enjoyed it along with the students. Um, so anyway, that would definitely be my favorite memory. And so, um, we were at this school, school A, together for three years. Kamario was always the reading writing teacher. I was always, or like ELA teacher. And I was always like the math teacher. And like, we truly did make a very good team. And so three years came. Um we ended up getting a new new principal in between our first year and our second year, I think. Yeah. After year
1: 2. yeah. Oh, new-
0: it was after year 2. Yes, because oh yeah, cuz I remember. <laughs> I remember um I went to the principal and I no, first I went to the man who was our um instructional coach, okay? And I was like I really want to move up with these students next year. I don't want a new group cuz I don't know what it was about them but we just had so much fun. I just really love that group of students. Um and so he like ended up going to the principal and the principal ended up calling us into the office but in between me telling him and waiting to see what the principal was going to say, I remember telling Kamaria like, "Oh, I really want to loop up da da da." or whatever and I remember telling you like yeah I prayed about it and I remember you saying like oh no like if you prayed about it I know it's going to happen like I remember you telling me those words like to this very day and sure enough that did happen like the principal called us in the, her office and she was like oh, I think that would be a great idea da 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 and so we got to loop up so that was the year we went from third grade to fourth grade with that same group of students and so with that um i think that was really good that we looped up though because i feel like they grew so much even
1: more just because they knew us mm-hmm. yeah. we had really good growth with them in third grade and that's why because of how how much academic growth we were able to get them to in third grade that's why I think the principal agreed to let us move up with them to fourth grade. Cause she wanted to see that same type of growth for them again, because when they first sent them to us, they were, you know, categorized as super low. And um, I think she was surprised that we were able to grow them so much.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really due to like all the extra things we did with them, like yep. where they felt like, dang, like these teachers actually like care about us as human beings and stuff like And I feel like they, too, because we were so close with them all that they really didn't want to disappoint us sometimes. They really would be working hard on stuff. So um, anywho, we got to loop up. Right. And so we're in our third year. We're now teaching fourth grade. We had to move our classrooms from the first floor up to the second floor. Um, And so that year was when we were um, given a new leader. Okay now if any of y'all have Listened to my first episode Of this podcast I have Talked about this um Experience okay this is truly The very First thing Or the first experience That I had um with horrible Trash leadership That made me want to Be a leader so that I could do Better than what I experienced Because It was a hot mess <laughs> so- say because it wasn't even like i will say that third year kamaria like for the most part i i was okay but i just saw stuff happening to other people like left and right all year long do you know
1: that yes exactly
0: And and so you know
1: what That, I mean, how you treat other people is like a red flag for me. Like, maybe you're not being, you know, as hard on me or whatever. But if I see you doing it to someone else, that lets me know, like, it could come around to me at any time. So that's a red flag to me. And sure
0: enough, it came my way. And so I won't recap that story because I want y'all to go listen to episode one, season one. But... It came my way it ended up coming my way at the literally the the very end of the school year and that like for me and to this very day so that wasn't necessarily 10 years um since that was our third year so like seven years later still to this very day the one thing that can make me just cut a person like done is like when i feel disrespected like, I will walk if I feel disrespected. Like, that's something that a lot of people just don't recover from. And yeah, I can forgive people and move on, but that boundary is set, and it's like it's no conversation from there moving forward. And so, that's how I felt. Um, that's literally how I felt. And so, um, it was year three, and I remember. You ended up telling me, I don't remember what time of the year this was, it was at the end, I know it was in the spring, but you ended up telling me, Hey, I interviewed at this school, they offered me, I'm gonna accept it. And I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> because I don't think even what happened to me, um, at that school happened at that point, I think it happened after you told me that, mm-hmm. um. So I want to know from you, because I, I never really asked you in like detail ever, like what made you want to go interview with this other
1: school and end up accepting the offer and leaving? Um, I think that at that point, I probably just didn't feel like appreciated or noticed, you know, and um, I didn't feel like I was being given the the opportunity to like grow. I feel like um, the leader already had her choices of who she wanted to be, you know, who she wanted to be a part of her leadership team. And she didn't really give me a chance or even try to find out if I wanted to be part of the leadership team, you know? Um, And I think I just felt unappreciated at that point. And so I was just trying to find an environment, a school where I would feel more appreciated um, and feel like my talents were being put to use and I was being given the opportunity to grow. So that's why I started looking for other opportunities.
0: Mm, 100%. So when you say that, I definitely see that. Um I definitely see that because she even came in right with people she pulled from a previous school with her. I remember that. Um and the man who was our instructional coach y'all, he got bumped up to be AP. But he was the only like returning person. Everyone else in the leadership team was like brand new from her other previous campus. Um honestly, I feel like that school had a lot of manipulation. So, and the reason why I say that is because you know like the term love bombing and stuff. Mhm. <laughs> like I feel that's like what happened. Um because and this is why I say this. Like As far as, like, extra extravagant stuff happening, it happened with that lady. Do you remember when we would have that big, like, every single month, they would have those big jungle gym things that they would rent out? Yes, the bounce houses. They would have those big bounce houses. They linked it to, like, perfect attendance or something to, like, celebrate that. And, like, that kind of stuff is not cheap. They did that all the time. In addition to that, I remember... So it's probably the first day of like teacher in service. Um, And I know every place calls it something a little bit different, but it was basically after summer, the first day that teachers report back to their school. Do you remember when like we arrived there? I remember going into the library and that lady and her new leadership team was lined up in a little diagonal next to on my right side when I walked in. And they were all like, hello, good morning, hello, good morning. But then, before you walked in to your left, along the wall, there were these roller carts that were filled with, like, teacher stuff and polos and, like, Mm -hmm. just, again, stuff that you know was not cheap that they, like, invested a lot of funds for. Like, the gifts, the extravagance, like, I feel like that were all, like, love bombing tactics because mm-hmm. she like knew at her core that she just was not it mm-hmm. um and that it was going to be a torturous year mm-hmm. so yeah just like that kind of stuff happened um and I like that kind of stuff but it's like also in your actions and how you treat people it needs to line up and that never lined up
1: mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> um okay so with that you mentioned how she you know had her leadership team in mind or like who she wanted to like grow and develop and like whoever that was and pretty much like there was no room for anyone else to part of that and so as you went to school b i want to know was there any difference like was your hope and your wish for what you wanted to be true did that happen at school b what was school b like for you
1: well You know, this is where I say it's really about the system behind, you know, the schools. Because I went to school B because I felt like the principal who was there at the time was really going to show me the appreciation that I was looking for and give me the opportunities that I was looking for. But then the same thing happened. He was replaced by a new principal. And (laughs) that was all that all went out you know, went out the window, like the opportunity that I was going to this school for um, was just taken away, really, because a new principal came, a new leader came. And again, this new leader comes with her own team, her own people that she's already chosen. And so that leaves me with now I'm having to prove myself all over again to this whole new person who already has people that she likes from her old school um, and at that point, I mean, it just felt like super repetitive. Like I'm going through the same process over and over and over again. And I'm not sure if I'm getting where I need to go fast enough in this system.
0: Yes. And I've noticed that too, um, as far as like just systemic problems. It's like, regardless of where you go, you notice the same thing. And, and it's kind of a little bit sad because like, um, I'm in this one like Facebook group because I really don't use Facebook except to like join groups and stuff. So I'm in this one Facebook group and this lady was saying like, well, you know, after I resigned from this past school year i decided to apply to another school and now i'm you know hoping that things will get better and i just want to tell her girl it's not gonna get better it's gonna be the same it's gonna be packaged a little differently but at the root of it you know the the issues are still gonna be there and two that's something i feel that i've learned so this past year finally what i've been working towards you know i have become this school leader and I have this grand vision on how I'm going to be able to change things from my seat. No, that is not happening. Like it takes more than just, it. again, it's not going to work because it's like a whole systemic issue. And that's been really disheartening to, um, to realize, but it then it just encourages me to find like my own way to like, just make my own table instead of like trying to force a seat at table that needs a lot of help and not willing to you know improve at all in any way um so okay i never really knew that was okay so yeah i never really knew all that and so this principal gets replaced just like at school a and so when the new principal came in, did you notice some of the same things that was like happening at school a happening there? Or what were the other like problematic issues happening?
1: It was very similar. So, you know, we got gifts and on our first day of teacher training or whatever, um, coming back to school. I mean, I want to get too many details again because I'm not trying to air anybody out, but we took this big extravagant trip out of the city on our first day out of the city (laughs) and went to this really nice place and had lunch at this really nice place or and whatever and all that is nice and we got gifts we got hoodies and we got this and that but at the end of the day like if you really ask teachers what they want like it's very rare that a teacher is going to say, Oh, what I want to feel appreciated is I want you to give me gifts or I want you to take me to a fancy restaurant. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking to feel appreciated. And it's just the little things that show us that we're not actually appreciated. You're trying to throw money at us, but really, that's not what we're looking for. We want to feel appreciated. We want to be given the opportunities that we deserve, you know, and not be looked over. So yeah, it was the same thing. Gifts, extravagance but she brought her own team and i didn't feel like i wanted to prove myself to her all over again at that point i was just tired like i'm done and so too
0: i'm curious um because i've never really asked you this like where what else did you want to pursue um i guess in education beyond like the role of a teacher like where did you see a way headed what was the other man saying that hey this is what I'm going to help you grow and develop into that's in alignment with what you want what was that trajectory for you
1: I really want to be in curriculum writing like writing curriculum um and I never felt like I got that opportunity so you know the the second principal that I worked under she wanted to promote me to be like you know in charge of like behavior management but I wasn't interested in that so I'm not that's not what I'm looking for so again like you're giving me opportunities that I'm not actually interested in you're not getting to know me you're not caring about what I actually want to do you're trying to, Choose for me the path that you want me to take and that's not where I'm interested in going I wanted to write curriculum because I have a writing background. That's what i Initially wanted to do before Teach for America is right. So if I would have been given that opportunity um, I think I would be at a completely different place right now
0: Yeah, and that's so funny that you you say that too because <laughs> She wanted to give you a behavior management thing, but you wanted to do curriculum writing. And I found that I've been in kind of an opposite situation in times past where people are like, oh, here's this instruction opportunity or you can go be the dean of instruction or something like that. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about behavior management. So it's just so interesting. But I think as we both have grown, we have developing strengths on both sides of the coin. But at the end of the day, I know that there's something called like I don't remember what this is called, honestly, but I know there's a thing called your zone of genius. And then there's also like zone of competence. And then there's like two other ones. It's like, yeah, at this point in our careers, we can do probably anything very well within education. That doesn't mean, you know? And so um, I just find that really um, interesting because I've been in that situation before as well. Um, So I remember after we left, the school A because what y'all don't know is or I think I've said this before in a previous episode but so Kamaria tells me hey I've interviewed they offered me the job I'm finna go to the school B and I at that point was like still at school A or set to be like at school A however then the issue happened at the end of the year with school A and I was like immediately know i'm out and literally the next day put in my resignation um ended up taking my talents to a district that was like 10-15 minutes from my house another title one school um while kamaria was at school b and i was at this other my school b outside of the district that i was in previous Text message and now I've talked to Kamaria about this. She says she doesn't remember getting this text or she didn't get it or something. But, anywho, let me just tell y'all that the person who was the instructional coach who got moved to being assistant principal sent Kamaria and I a group text message. Okay, after we had left, so we're at our school B's, we get this group text message. This is in the spring, okay. And he texted us basically saying, like, here is our star scores. Like, he sent a screenshot or an image of it. Mm-hmm. He was like, here are our star scores. It wouldn't have been possible without y'all. Literally sent that. Now, I got this text. I see that Kamara, I'm like, is Kamara going to respond? If Kamara responds, I'll respond. Kamaria did not respond. So guess what? <laughs> I did not respond either. And so this is like months go by. It might have been a couple, a year go by. I don't know. By the time Kamaria and I talked about this, she says, what? He sent us what? Like, I didn't get that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, he sent us that message. And I didn't respond because you didn't respond. on. But yeah, I'm just like, yeah, our legacy was left. We had an impact. So, um, period. Like, I just want y'all to know that. And so, um, very interesting. And I thought it was a little strange too, because not like we had, I didn't personally have like some fabulous relationship with the man. He, he's, he started at the school A, the year A, but he was again an instructional coach and then moved himself up to the ranks, through the ranks, um, took some the folks do the ranks as well <laughs> we won't get into that information however um <laughs> so <sighs> that happened right and so you then go to school c which you informed me of was a place you were
1: at for how long i was at school c well i did the whole uh teacher training you know that week or two that we're in school without the kids I did that whole thing and then I was there for two days with the students to be honest
0: (laughs) right and so you were there for two days and when she told me about this at first I didn't remember it but then I remember because some school that I ended up moving to after my school be ended up going to that school and that person I could not stand but anywho What made you be like, oh no, I'm out immediate?
1: Honestly, I felt a repetition. So I'm changing from school to school, trying to find a place where I feel like I'm going to be appreciated. So I moved from school A to school B because I'm like, okay. maybe i like it better here if i get to be underneath this person's leadership i didn't really get to be underneath that person's leadership because that person was switched so okay i moving again from school b to school c and again i'm i'm leaving because i feel like this leader um might show me more appreciation and might have more appreciation for what i bring to the table um so yeah, this is why I'm moving from school to school, um, and then when I get there, it's just not—it's just not what I was expecting. So again, from day two, really from the from the teacher in service, I could feel like, okay, this is not what I was going for. I don't feel appreciated already, already, even before the kids get here. I already see that they're trying to, they they know my strengths and they know what I was able to do in the last school. So they're trying to bring me over here and like give me everything that they didn't do right and put it all on me. Oh, this is a teacher who she, she did really well with these kids at this school last year. So let's put her in here and give her all these kids right here. And she should be able to work miracles with these kids. And at this point, I'm tired. Like I'm tired and I want to feel Appreciated for what I'm doing instead of being given like extra workloads because I've been able to overcome that so many times in the past. So once I saw that that's what they were trying to do, I was like, I'm done. And I felt like I had to do it for my health. I was starting to have health concerns at that time. I was starting to have really bad uh, migraines every day, daily, really horrible migraines. Um, I was having trouble you know getting pregnant but you know everything that's it's a lot. I was having a lot of health concerns and I'm like I think it might be related to the fact that I'm super stressed at this job and once I saw that I was about to be a stress for a whole nother year I really had to make the choice to just stop. Um I'm not proud that I you know left after two days. I'm really not proud of that and that's something that I regret doing to the students. Um, but I definitely felt like I have to make a decision for myself and for my health at this point. And I can't do this for another year.
0: Wow. And so what was that conversation like with the principal?
1: Um, I mean, I told her that I was having some health concerns and that um, I would try to like get some notification from the doctor at that time. But, you know, that I wouldn't be returning. That's what I told her. Um, and I mean, she seems annoyed, which I mean, I understand, like I'm leaving at the last moment and I understood that. So I don't put any, I don't have any like hard feelings or anything. I don't know if I can say the same about vice versa, but, um, it was a quick conversation because I was ready to go. (laughs) I'm so
0: sorry, y'all. I'm like cracking up over here. Um not because like i i understand hey you have to as i say all the time shamelessly choose you and that's what i mean it took me a long time to come to that point and to, but you have to you literally have to because what y'all have to understand is okay literally you, something happens to you and you have to be six feet under this ground tomorrow best believe they're gonna come and find somebody else and step right in your (laughs) I'm trying to tell people like it's just and for me have you ever taken that Enneagram test before Mm -mm. okay so I'm Enneagram 6 okay wing 5 and personality test you know similar to Myers Briggs or whatever and for me I am a loyalist that's what Mm -hmm. mine is described as so for me it's always hard for me to walk away from things because i'm like i don't know why it is i'm just so like always like committed to when i had to quit what was my dream job being a dean last year and i was on that for what 90 days and was like i'm out out um that was so hard for me to do. That was so hard for me to do because when I like commit my mind to something like fixate on something, I'm like, okay, I accomplished this. Like you can't give up, like you can't not, you know, do something, but I've had to reframe a lot. And so one thing too, I wanted to talk about so much more. We're probably going to have to just do part two (laughs) because I know we're cut up on an hour or two and I have a, another meeting. I had to pop off to and so I'm like dang I wanted to get into Like literally what you're doing now But I think that we can Maybe if your schedule allows we can Um circle back to what's Happening now what you're doing now and all that Stuff yeah. um But something that you told me the Other day and I can't share too much details here On this um podcast because Y'all don't need to be knowing my business like That but anyways Um Kamaria basically asked me a question. I responded to the question. And then there's something that she sent me a text back. And she said, and, and I can't remember your exact words, so correct me if I'm wrong. But you said, you're all about leaving after the first red flag. What did you say exactly to me? I can't remember.
1: Hmm. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. To I don't remember either. Words either. I could probably look at the text right now. Okay. But, yeah, like, she told me something, like,
0: along those lines.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> you still there? <laughs> I on as soon as you see
0: red so yeah okay you're all about moving on as soon as you see red flags Mm -hmm. yeah okay i hope y'all heard that (laughs) because seriously (laughs) that needs to be the norm that literally needs to be the norm and i don't know what it is about us as educators and teachers and I think too, because of the communities where we, like Kamari and I have served in, like, we truly are there to advocate for those kids, truly, like, and so, so walking away from that is like a whole nother layer of, like, challenging, but at the end of the day, you have one life to live on this earth, and so, you know, I encourage anyone who has listened to this episode to be encouraged to boldly choose yourself, even if it if it is a little bit scary or difficult or challenging. Just choose you. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to. And you don't want to live life with regret too, right? Because here's the thing: I know people who have quit teaching and have gone back. That's fine. You can do that too, right? You know, this may not just be the season where you need to be in teaching. And that's okay. It doesn't mean just because you walked away that you can never return. You surely can, you know. But at the end of the day, don't be afraid to choose. You put yourself first. You have to do that, because if you don't, please believe me, nobody else will. So with that, y'all we're gonna have to do a part two because i have to this this is a good cliffhanger to leave y'all on suspense so you can listen to the next one because you'll get to be finding out okay what happened after school c what is kamaria doing now um and how maybe you can even pivot into you know, doing that and moving forward. So, we'll talk all about that another time. But Kamaria, I always ask people to share. Okay, if someone's listening to this episode, really resonating with what you're saying, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, I guess my, my the social media I would use the most is um Um, recent, um Um, And then Mario Swan on LinkedIn, and that's a lot of, of the work that I'm doing now.
0: Perfect. All right. So all of that information is going to be linked down in the show notes below. But thank you, Kamaria, for joining me on this podcast. I mean, it went in a whole different direction. We probably need multiple um, hours to discuss everything that we have experienced. But I really enjoyed this episode. And so thank you all all for listening. Make sure that you um, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode if you found it helpful and leave a review to help get this episode pushed out okay thank y'all thank you for listening to the teachers who quit podcast keep listening to us on apple Podcasts or spotify subscribe and leave us a review to get a shout out on our socials and remember to shamelessly choose you